welcome to the Spirit Stories edition of the Spiritual AF Life Podcast. I can't even tell you how excited that I am for this episode. I know I probably say that in every episode, but this one is truly, truly like fascinating. So if you caught Wednesday's episode, I had interviewed a past life and interlife regression guru and I don't know why, but they just had me bringing up all of these stories and that I've heard of past lives. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we totally have to talk about some of these stories. So that is what we're going to do. I have a whole bunch of them lined up, including a few of my own stories that I want to tell you about. Because if we can learn a little bit about our past lives, it can even help us, you know, overcome fears and traumas and give us some insight maybe of why we're going through some of the things that we're going through in this life. So then at the end too, I'm just going to give you some, some tips too, if you want to look them over for this weekend of, you know, signs that you had a past life, where, when, you know, that kind of thing. So we're going to be going over that at the end. But before then, we need to get started with some of these crazy stories because I want you to think about them over the weekend and then just be in awe that some of the stuff exists. And if you have heard a past life story, then, you know, send it to me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com or in the links, you can leave me a voicemail on uh, speakerpipe. So let's get right into this. Okay. So when you think about past lives, you absolutely will have to start thinking about the one of the number one people that make this so well known nowadays, and that is honestly Brian Weiss. He is the author of Many Lives, Many Masters. If you haven't read that book, I'll link it in the comments, um, in the caption, because it's definitely a must, because Brian was just a normal kind of therapist. I think that he used, like, hypnotherapy with some of his patients, you know, just to try and get to root causes of some of the issues, the challenges that they were having, you know? So he actually had this one client and her name was Catherine. And Catherine had a really a hard time like swallowing and that kind of stuff. I forget the whole story, but I remember she had a hard time swallowing. I think she was afraid of water, maybe you'll have to read the book (laughs) and confirm, but she had some of these issues. And so what he ended up doing was he said, okay, let me, you know, get you into this like meditative state basically. And, you know, we're going to talk about what happened. And, you know, he's done this many, 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 many times with many, 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 many of his clients. But what he said to Catherine was, take me back when this issue first started. And He couldn't believe his ears when she started talking about basically a past life. It was a different era. It was a different time. And she started like explaining to him all of these, you know, things that were happening. And what ended up happening was she actually drowned in a former life, if I'm not mistaken. And that's the reason why that she had such a hard time, you know, swallowing and all the issues that were going on in this life. And what was really, really fascinating is that in between, like, her coming out of the state, like, there was actually, like, a master's talking and giving Brian information, you know what I mean, coming out of her mouth. And, of course, when she woke up, she didn't remember any of this. Crazy, right? That's why, I mean, like, you really, really have to 
and read the whole story, get the whole entire story, right? It's been several years since I uh, read it. Um, so some of the memories and the details are escaping me, but that's kind of good because if you haven't read it, then I'm not ruining too much for you. But that is a must on everyone's book shelves and a must for anyone who is wanting to know about past lives because now Brian works for Hay House and he does you know events all over the world now and he's one of the biggest advocates when he was probably one of the biggest skeptics okay don't worry the stories get even better so moving on and so many of you guys may have heard the story when I went to the psychic fair and I had you know found out that I was psychic and that kind of thing well you might have also heard when I was about to leave because I couldn't handle the energy inside of it and that's when a woman took my hands and said hey it is not you um, nothing's wrong with you your third eye is going crazy because you're very intuitive and you're picking up all of this energy and it was like, such a relief like and I felt like oh my god that's the reason why that I feel the way that I feel because as soon as I walked in there I had major anxiety and it was just going crazy and I don't even know how to describe everything I was feeling but she basically told me how I was feeling and I just I'm so thankful to her and she wasn't even doing readings that day she I was like wow that's awesome but I ended up booking a reading with her and what came out of it was really interesting. So I go in further reading and it was very typical. It's definitely not like the ones that I do. Very, very different. I had this long form to fill out and that kind of thing. It was really interesting. And then she said to me, um, yes, you know, a lot of your past lives are affecting you right now. And I'm like, really? And she's like, yes. And she told me a couple of them. She was like, one of them you were in charge of like this army, if you will. And I was in charge of it. And I had me and my men, you know, on, on kind of like on a steakhouse, stakeout in like this barn or something. And she was like, you realize that you made a mistake and you should not have brought your men there because now the enemy was advancing on you. And what ended up happening was all of my men and myself were killed that night. And I was like, oh my God. And for some reason, I just kept on picturing, you know, what looked to be the man that she was talking about that I used to be. And he's overlooking the window and he has this enormous amount of guilt on him because he did make a mistake. And that really touched my heart because it's like, wow, I am so afraid of making mistakes in this life. You know, I'm always afraid, like, is this the right choice? Is this going to hurt anyone? You know, like, what if I get it wrong? You know, so I have like a lot of that doubt. And it's gotten better since that day that I talked to her, you know, because now I'm like, oh, I feel a little bit more of relief from it. You know what I mean? I'm not as much of a people pleaser or a perfectionist anymore. And I think it's because I realized that that was, you know, a lot of it, some of it was coming from that past life. And now I could finally let go. I could forgive myself. You know, people make mistakes. People make mistakes. And then another one that she was talking about that day, she was like, oh, you actually were in a past life and you were a brother with your ex. This is my ex who um, physically abused me, mentally abused me and that kind of thing. And I was like, wow, well, that's interesting. And she was like, yeah. And she was like, you ended up killing him. And without even skipping a beat, I was just like, yes. And she was like, what? And I was like, oh, you don't know the relationship that we've had in this life. So I feel better that I actually, you know, 
did something, you know what I mean? Like I actually got my revenge, you know, that kind of thing in another former life. And I, I was laughing about it. You know what I mean? I thought that it was funny. You know what I mean? Maybe not be funny, but I was like, oh my gosh, all those years, you know what I mean? Maybe it was him trying to um, make things different than how they were because I killed him, you know? So now maybe he took that out on me in this life. And so it was like, I don't know, I just think it's so fascinating and just made me feel a little bit better. And I don't know, I think that you should try a past life regression and see how it goes with you, you know, and see um, kind of things come up for you. However, that's not done. I'm not done with the stories. So I want to talk to you about a little boy who knew too much. So if you ever see that movie, or I'm not sure if it's a movie yet. It might just be a book called A Boy Knew, no, knew too, too Much. We're going to talk about that right after you listen to this story. So this is a story that I found online that NBC covered. So I'm just going to give you the whole entire interview that they did with this boy because he kept on telling his mom that I don't belong here in this house. This house sucks. <laughs> right she was like saying I had a really really big mansion with a big pool and you know I did all this stuff and I need to go back to Hollywood because I need that house I don't want to live here you know there's no money here all this kind of thing it was like crazy so tune in right now because I'm going to play you this story of that little boy um telling his story and here it is Ryan stories were legendary and mama I have something I need to tell you I think I used to be somebody else and he started just telling me these stories about how he had lived in Hollywood his stories were so detailed it just wasn't like a child that could have made it up Ryan talked about dancing on Broadway working for an agency traveling the world being married five times he even said the street he lived on had the word rock in it and it would be my last room is grander I want to go back to my swimming pool. But things got really strange when they picked up a book about the golden age of Hollywood. She turns to a page and they say, that's me. That's how, who I was. That's me. Yeah. But the man in the picture wasn't even a major star. Just an unnamed extra with no lines in an old Mae West film. That's when Ryan's mother turned to this man, Dr. Jim Tucker, a child psychiatrist at the University of Virginia. For 50 years, the prestigious school has collected more than 2,500 cases of children claiming past lives. And your conclusion after 15 years is what? These cases demand an explanation that we can't just write them off. He's written about them in his book, Return to Life. Had you ever given much thought to this whole idea of reincarnation? No, ma'am. I grew up in a Baptist church. You know, that's not something that we were taught to believe in. But with the help of a movie historian, the man Ryan pointed to in the picture was finally identified. His name, Marty Martin. And just like Ryan said, he was a former actor turned Hollywood agent who danced on Broadway, was married five times, and even lived on Roxbury Drive in Beverly Hills. In all, Dr. Tucker confirmed that 55 of the things Ryan said were true. Of course, a lot of people are going to say, come on, this is the parent or somebody else feeding them information. I mean, it's just inconceivable that the parents, for some reason, had done all that. This information wasn't on the Internet. But there was one fact that detail-obsessed scientists thought Ryan had wrong. 
he said he didn't see why God would let you get to be 61 and then make you come back as a baby. That looked like just an incorrect statement. That's because Martin's death certificate says he was 59 when he died. Since then, I've gotten information that the death certificate was actually incorrect, which would have made Martin Martin 61 when he died. Ryan was right all along. Are you glad you've had this experience? Yes, I am. A chance, he says, to live his own wonderful life. Is that not incredible? So I am linking the video in the show notes if you want to watch it and they actually have pictures of the man that he was. So incredibly fascinating. So that really reminds me of the story of the boy who knew too much. And this is obviously based on a true story as well. Great book as well. Definitely recommend. Like I said, probably not in a movie yet, but it will be. About a little boy who kept on talking about baseball, 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 and he had a fascination with hating Babe Ruth. Like, it was really funny. Like, his mom talks about, like, one time they were, like, getting out of an airplane and there was a cardboard cutout of Babe Ruth and the little boy just goes ballistic, okay? Like, he hates Babe Ruth. And so many other things are happening that you know, he's saying like, this is who I was and this is what I did and everything like that. And I think that he hated Babe Ruth because Babe Ruth like took his wife or something. I don't even remember, but it was like insane, like how much this kid hated Babe Ruth. And, you know, when the mom went ahead and she showed them, showed him a picture, he actually picked out Lou Gehrig. Is that not insane? So, Anyways, it's an incredible, fascinating, true story to where the mom ended up undergoing a past life regression and confirmed a lot of things that we didn't even know. Like, she never knew, like, no one ever knew about him. This is insane, too, because now I think the boy is, like, a teenager and everything, and he's known as the, the boy who thinks he was Lou Gehrig, and it's just... I don't even know. So most of us are going to remember past lives that are not, you know, like when we weren't the king or the queen and that kind of thing. But it's really interesting to see both kinds of past lives being remembered. Some of them when, yeah, you weren't the star of the show, you know, or like, hey, yeah, you were this really, really famous baseball player. It is a really cool story. So let me know if you read it. And if you haven't, definitely put it on your list. So another thing that I wanted to talk about, though, is birthmarks. So they say that our birthmarks can actually be where we were wounded or how we were killed in our past life. So I have like a freckle that's on my upper rib. And for some reason, my whole life, I just always felt like that's where I got stabbed, you know, before I even learned about past lives and everything. I don't know why, but I feel like I was stabbed there. And this is ironic, too. But I also have this condition that's known as precordial catch syndrome. So it's not very well known. And it's funny because the only people that I know in my life that have it are me and my son, which I think that's freaking crazy, right? But if you have it, let me know. And what it is is just that, like, I'll be talking just as I am now. And then all of a sudden, I won't be able to breathe in or out. And I will have this monstrous pain. It only lasts for like maybe a minute or two, but I can't breathe in or out. I can't talk. I can't do anything. And if I do breathe in, then it's just like this horrible shooting pain will go up to my heart and it goes all over. It's just really, really painful. So I really don't ever, I don't do it. I don't ever breathe. I just let it run its course. And so I found out it's called precordial catch syndrome. 
And so it's really funny because that's basically where it starts is by that freckle. And another really fascinating thing was when my son was born, he had this big strawberry birthmark on the back of his head. And I thought that was really, really weird, but no big deal, right? Kids have birthmarks all the time. But what was really strange is that his dad had this exact same birthmark on the back of his head. He still has it. His head got bigger since he was younger, so now the birthmark, you know, decreased in size. But what else was strange was that his dad, all his dad's dad, so my son, his dad, and my son's grandpa, so all the males in that side of the family, all had it in the same spot. Now, say what you will, but what I really think happened was I feel like they were, all three of them were in the military and they were shot execution style. I know that sounds weird, but that came to me before I was even open to my spiritual gifts or anything like that. Like, why is that the first thing that I thought of as soon as I seen that? So sometimes, like, your birthmarks might tell you something, and if you just think, like, oh, I think that's why why it's like that, then take that, because that's probably the reason why. It's coming to you for a reason, right? So definitely pay attention to the birthmarks that you have. So before now, we get into a little bit of the signs of like who you were in the past, like where were you living, all of those kinds of things, right? I want to let you know about some really cool shows that you might be interested in to dive a little bit deeper, maybe put them on your binge list this weekend, and that is Ghost Inside My Child, where children actually, you know, bring up a, more about these past lives, you know, that they remember. Also, Life, Death, and Reincarnation. I haven't watched that one yet, but it's on my list. And Who Was I? My Past Lives. And I believe that is a show that talks about going through the regression. All right. So I wanted to let you know about that. And now it's time to get into, you know, how to know who you were, what you were doing, all that kinds of things without going through a past life regression. Now, you can totally do a past life regression. It is completely safe, you know, and if you have someone that you can trust, you know, bring you through the regression, then what's going to happen is that you're going to be able to go a little bit deeper and it's going to help you get a little more answers that you need, all right? So, just to give you a heads up, a couple of my past lives that I've had through regression before we get into those tips and things like that that I was going to bring up is one time I had a regression and I was taken back to a time where I was a like a knight, you know, um, and I was handsome and I was good looking and I knew I was handsome and good looking, you know, I loved it and I was strong and everything. I wasn't anyone special, you know, but I was, you know, a knight and my wife or yeah, my wife was having a baby and had a baby boy, actually had a baby girl, I think it was. And I was just so put off and I hated it. Like I didn't want to have anything to do with that child. You know what I mean? I wanted a boy and I just was like, I just remember feeling like I don't want this kid. You know what I mean? I wanted a boy. This is not what I was expecting. This is not what I signed up for. And then I forgot what really happened. Like, I feel like it just kind of jumped forward. And, you know, I don't think I ever accepted this child. And now I don't remember if it was a boy or a girl. But anyways, I just remember being an old, old man dying alone. Um, and I regretted what I did. I regretted that I was like that towards my family. And how that relates to my life now is... 
I am never arrogant, but that's something that I have never been arrogant. I've never been like a brat. I've never been someone that was like that night is like, and it's instilled into me, instilled in me like very, very deeply to where that was the first thing that I taught my son was that, Hey, you are not better than anyone else. So don't think that way. You know what? You're not a, you're not raising a brat. You're going to be grateful for everything that you get, you know, all those kinds of things. Um, and I believe that is the reason why is maybe because I had that past life. So that happened through a regression. So now let's get into the good ones, right? So signs of your past lives, signs of where you've lived and that kind of thing, who you were. So one of the signs is going to be that you have deja vu, right? Like this is going to be that you see something on TV and all of a sudden you start thinking like, wow, have I seen this movie before? But you know, you didn't like, why does that look so familiar to me? What does that remind me of? that kind of thing. And then you're going to see like where it was, right? Like, so what part of that deja vu gave you that deja vu? Was it the trees? Was it the shrubbery? Was it something that someone said? Was it something that you felt? Because that's going to give you clues to what your past life was. So for me, it's really when I see a lot of greenery and like shrubbery that is like, um, very, very articulate and like, Articulate's not the correct word, but like done very nice landscape, you know, very richy. And then it feels like it's somewhere where I've never been. It doesn't feel like it's the UK. It feels like it might be another country that I really don't know a lot about. And so pay attention to that. Or maybe it's like a feeling, right? Like all of a sudden, you know, you're watching for some reason, like ninjas and martial arts comes on TV. And then you get this feeling inside of you, like, oh, this deja vu feeling, like maybe you've done it before. And that can give you insight. Like maybe you were one of them in a past life. Okay. Another one is that you're drawn to certain eras. And I want to give you an example here because my husband is like completely 1000% you know, attracted to, you know, the thirties and the forties, maybe even a little bit of the twenties. And that is one that he loves. He is drawn to that and not even like the, you know, the galas or the flapper lifestyle, nothing like that. Just like he even dresses that way. He wears like the the twill pants sometimes and always in neutrals. Like my husband never wears black, like really rarely ever. He's very particular about the shoes that he wears, which is always old school, old school hats, you know, like it's crazy. And here's another thing that's crazy too, is he actually wears his belt the same way that they used to wear in like in the forties and in the fifties. Right? So he has his buckle, not in the center, but off to the side and the belt loops. And that's when that became trendy was back in that day. So that brings me back, not back, but brings me to the next one, which is odd fears and habits. So if you have a really weird fear or a really weird habit that you do, that could actually show you like, okay, you know, this is stemming from a past life. So I used to have dreams all the time that I, you know, drove my family off a bridge and I'm afraid of bridges. And I wonder if that's a reason why. And I really do feel that you know, I did that. And sometimes when you're watching like TikToks or things on TV, you know, and they're showing you these grand bridges and, you know, they're like in the mountains in like the Philippines and stuff like that. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sometimes gives me the heebie-jeebies. Sometimes I will have that feeling inside of me, like a deja vu. And then I am brought back to like, okay, did I kill my family by driving off a bridge on accident? You know, definitely not on purpose. Or did I die somehow like that? So something to think about. So any kind of odd fears or habits, or you actually do things like they did back in the day without even thinking about it or ever watching a show that told you that's what they did. 
okay, so you have more knowledge is another way to see, okay, what past life was I, you know, or who was I? Like all of a sudden, it's just like you either just innately have this knowledge or like it's easier for you to remember things, you know, from certain eras or certain times or, you know, about certain things. It is because you have spent many past lives doing it. And one really good example is, you know, I wasn't always spiritual. I didn't always have the spiritual knowledge. And so many times I'm like talking and I'm like, how in the world do I re remember all of this? Like, what book did I get this from? What teacher did I get it from? And then I realized I'm remembering it. And I really believe that I'm remembering it because of past lives. Because I spent so many past lives as some kind of seer, as some kind of psychic. And I'm remembering it from years and years and years and many, many, many lives of doing this kind of work. It just kind of comes naturally because I've been doing it for so many lifetimes. You know, and many of you guys know me at the beginning of my spiritual journey. You guys don't even know that I had only been doing it for like a year or two. Like, not that long. I believe that I opened up in 2016. So if you think about it, that's only six years. I started my spiritual journey when I was 30, you know, back in 2012. But I didn't start doing psychic work until 2016. That's when I found out. That's when all this stuff happened to me with the psychic telling me that I was psychic and about the story that I told you in the beginning. That was 2016. But in this short amount of time, this knowledge has been downloaded from spirit. And then a part of it is like I'm remembering it from lifetimes of becoming that expert. So think about that. Are you one that's really easily drawn to the spiritual stuff and you're able to retain that knowledge or you don't even understand where that information come from? It could be coming from a past life that you've had because you've done this thing before. And that's not just a spiritual stuff, but if you have like a husband or a brother or even a son and they're like really good at cars maybe and that kind of thing, then they could have been that way and, you know, learning that and just knowing it. And it comes easy to them because they spent so many lifetimes doing it. And then if you think about it, back in the day, like girls didn't work on cars and things like that. So a lot of men did. And they were, you know, down around the 20s, 30s, whatever. That's when the invention of the automobile started happening. So, of course, a lot of them would, you know, be around and, you know, ready to, you know, share that knowledge in their next life. Okay, so another way is going to be through dreams. You dream about the places that you used to live. And one of these big ones that comes up to me is a lot of crazy, weird roads. And anytime I dream about these places, it scares me. Like I have a bad feeling because I have a feeling that maybe I died on one of these roads. And the closest that I could ever get to seeing them was Japanese roads, the roads in Japan. And I'm not drawn to the Japanese culture. Well, I guess like I love Buddhism and I love, you know, that kind of thing. I do like Eastern religions, but this is something different. This is like, I don't want to go near there. And I wonder if it's because of the way that I passed, maybe even the way that I lived when I was there. But I look at those roads and I am like, I maybe I need to go over there and see it, you know, because I think that something weird is happening because I dream about it um, a little bit, like maybe once a month I have a dream of one of those roads. And so, you know, so many of us are like, oh my gosh, go to the pyramids in Egypt, you know what I mean, to see if you're drawn to it because maybe you had a past life as an Egyptian and maybe you did. But the thing is, is that so many of us have lived other lives just as a normal person, you know, living a normal life, not connected to Egypt, not connected to ancient Rome. You know what I mean? Maybe we were Tom, 
Shaw living in Massachusetts, you know what I mean, who just worked on the farm, you know what I mean, maybe with that person. And even getting to know that if you were one of those people, can help you in this life. So I definitely encourage you to look into it. And um, Etta's stuff is underneath the links in Wednesdays. She does free consultations. I'll also put the link under these show notes if you want to reach out to her, um, see what the consultation is about. Like I said, it's totally free, you know, and I think it'd just be a lot of fun for you to explore that if you haven't explored it already. And I think it'd be amazing for you to take this weekend, you know, and just think about some of those past lives, maybe even listen to some of them and then think about, you know, the dreams that you've had. Think about the deja vu. Think about if you're drawn to certain eras like the Victorian era or, you know, the Renaissance Festival. You know, everyone loves the Renaissance Festival, but why do you love it? Like I worked at the Renaissance Festival. I was not drawn to it and I worked there. But if you're one that always has to go to the Renaissance Festival and things like that, then know that that might be a reason why is because you were part of that culture. You were alive during that time. All right. And if you have any past life stories that you want to share with me, then you know what to do, right? Go ahead and click that link to share your spirit story in the show notes or go ahead and email me at heatherdaniellemedium at gmail.com. And I hope that you have a great weekend and I'll talk to you soon.